defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. If you're interested in making a difference in your local area, you can begin right away. Parents' Rights in Education has a free, turnkey, grassroots opportunity. And we're looking for parents in every school district to join our efforts. Visit our page on the website titled, Join Us. Fill out the information there, then take a look at the chapter affiliation agreement. All you need to do is fill it out, sign, and return to us. Once received and processed, you will be contacted. That's it. Together, we will stop the erosion of parents' rights in education. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I want to bring you up to date with the situation in Newburgh, Oregon. You may recall our program on September 7th. That was about two months ago. Those Newburgh school board members, the new majority that took over at the beginning of the school year this year, have really caused a stir in the town of Newburgh. They're jumping up and down and they're having a fit. Actually, I don't know what they expected. Certainly, they were expecting this. So what took place just this week was the firing of the school district superintendent joe morlock you know the 2021 2022 school year started off with a new board and the board was elected in may of this year the majority shifted from a far left radical viewpoint to a centrist one i mean really pretty much centrist I would say, and Dave Brown, Renee Powell, Brian Shannon, and Trevor DeHart are committed to restoring classroom attention to academics, not politics. And one approach would be to clearly define what banners and flags shall be displayed on campus. They recently passed a policy to require only the United States and the state flags to be on permanent display on school property. Well, that ignited the minority attack against Brown, Shannon, Powell, and DeHart. I'm calling them BSPD. They are the fearless four. Activists, school staff, and administrators have been involved in questionable activities, including the coordinated campaign to put pressure on BSPD, board directors, employers, to fire them. In addition, they went against the policy and determined to remove the United States flag from classrooms. All images and videos that we refer to here and in the news alert that's coming out were produced by the district, by the school district. This is a video of the meeting and these activists. We can't make this up, you guys. The stuff they are doing is is just unconscionable. At the Newburgh School Board meeting on the 9th of 
November, Superintendent Joe Morlock was terminated. Although no official cause was provided, Morlock has an at-will contract allowing termination at any time, for any reason, within 10 days advance notice. The terms of his employment contract provide for six months salary and benefits severance. The vote was reported by various news outlets, such as KGW, with a short article posted by Destiny Johnson and the COIN article by COIN6 News Staff. Both of those were on the news, and we have links to them in the show notes. In addition, an independent local journalist, Carrie Martell, is reporting from another viewpoint, and he has created a new news outlet in Newburgh. It is called the Yam Hill Advocate. Now, Yam Hill is the name of the county. Way to go, Carrie. How do we know what was going on inside the classrooms? Well, these uh, uh, activists who are promoting the display of political flags, including LGBTQ flags and Black Lives Matter, um, took a video of a classroom and they posted it. And so we have it to show you. The Newburgh Teachers Union has almost all of their members involved in a Newburgh Equity in Education group. It's N-E-E-D education group. Now they openly promote the removal of the American flag from classrooms. So they want to remove, you know, the stars and stripes. They think that's the most political flag. And they want to replace that flag with Black Lives Matter and transracial pride flag. So we're featuring in our news alert, this video posted by Angie Spraker, a teacher and member of the Newburgh Equity and Education Group. It's a private Facebook group, and it shows that many classrooms currently look like this is under the superintendent Morlock's administration and in violation of an Oregon revised statute, procurement display and salute of flags. We are finding that many school districts are in violation of the law. They'd make it up as they go. So you can actually see the classrooms and how they are displaying all these other flags and not the United States flag. Now, don't you think that's rather uh, disrespectful for a government school that is paid for by yours and my tax dollars as well as others. And, you know, we we expect certain things to be taking place and not the promotion of political organizations and agendas. So on the 6th of November, in defense of the minority on the Newburgh School Board, on the 6th of November, there was a fundraiser held for a recall petition to recall Brian Shannon, a conservative member of the Newburgh School Board. So they've created a pack and they're raising money. A drag queen show was held at Shehalem Dance Academy for the purpose of raising financial support for a political campaign to recall Brian Shannon, school board director. 
Now, this dance academy is owned by a woman by the name of Kristen Stoller. She married into the family of Stoller Winery, and she is using her position uh, amongst the wine industry in the valley, in the Willamette Valley, to promote her political ideas. And she's claiming that all winemakers agree with her. And you and I both know that's not true. Uh, she's putting a lot of pressure, shaming people, etc. The top billed performer of the event was A.J. Knox, a current Newburgh High School student. And we have videos of him performing. During the dance and lip sync performances, the queens, the drag queens, removed their robes, revealing underwear, or one might call it lingerie. Audience members threw cash at them, as one would at a strip club. And there are photographs of that taking place. So this is not hearsay, it is fact. You can actually click on an image of a gathering of the performers and watch the drag show that they themselves produced and posted on Instagram. Also included in our news alert, and this is one where you just got to see the pictures, guys. You're not going to believe it until you see it. You will see a link in the show notes for this entire report. I'm looking at a promotional poster that was produced and, and displayed on Facebook all over the place. And it talks about this event. And they featured um, at least three drag queens, including Lilac, Uge Cherry, and Devlin Lynn Phoenix. And they say, bring the money, honey. The queens love cash. Saturday, November 6th, 530 to 830. Only 100 seats. This show is free and also a fundraiser for the recall Brian Shannon. Wow. Well, there will be more reports about Newburgh. What is going on in this small town, which was very conservative? And we need to be paying attention to the, to the what I call the fearless four. These four conservative board members... They are not backing down. They are not giving up. They are not going away. They are going to use their ability to change the landscape in Newburgh. Newburgh was in the past well known for a private Christian university, George Fox University. This is a school where a lot of conservative families sent their kids because they could depend on the education uh, being academic. We don't know about George Fox. We're not going to report on this university. We're reporting on the Newburgh public school system in, in the city of Newburgh. In addition, the city was also known for uh, and boasted the number of churches that were active in the city. Again, it was always a lovely, quiet, rural, conservative town. And the individuals who are involved in changing the people who are making decisions for the schools, for the K-12 schools 
and the city council, which were all hijacked. And that's my term. I think they were hijacked by left-wing activists who wanted to infiltrate the entire city with very Marxist ideas. This could and is happening all over our country. Small rural towns whose citizens are focusing on being self-reliant. In many cases, they own small businesses. They're farmers. They're they're into agriculture. Or they sell insurance. They're, you know, they are productive citizens in their communities. And these individuals who have taken over schools and local government are there to destroy our constitutional representative republic. Period. That's it, guys. And they are doing it. So when we ask the question, well, what can I do? We're watching our federal government under attack as well, aren't we? And we think, oh my gosh, you know, this is huge. This is, there's nothing I can do. Well, you and I know that is absolutely not true. We need to pay attention to what's going on in our own communities. And we can never take our eyes off our government again. Please consider sharing this podcast link with your friends. You can just send a link to the website where we produce the podcast and they can see the list of all of the different podcasts that we have available. You can listen to any of them at any time. We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org and click on the donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do it.